So uh, welcome to another episode of IP Frequently. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by the lovely birds that are uh, up in the trees and my good uh, erstwhile colleague, one L. Bradley Sheaf. Good day to you, my friend. How are you? Brad, I'm well. Brad, I'm well. I'm really excited about this episode because uh, obviously we have a a great great guest, but uh, also we get to start out with one of the great songs, one of the anthems of the 1980s, sung Mm. by a very attractive, as your words, attractive, platinum blonde, uh, White Wedding. What do you think, Brad? Well, I think it was a platinum blonde. I think it was from the '80s. But you know, as with all the uh, all the tunes we've done thus far, it's it's not without some fault. That's true. It does have its faults. But anyway, let's let's move on to our guest. We're excited to have here in studio, which is again being filmed before a live studio audience. Everyone who's self distancing. Hello, everybody. Our guest star this week is from the. Uh, the shores of Brockton, Massachusetts. Uh, One White Bill Morgan. White Bill, say hello. Hello. So, Bill, <laughs> well, well is, uh, done, Billy. Isn't that good? That's that's yeah. He's I think that's the that's the least I've heard him talk in over a decade. <laughs> a little nervous though when you're here in front of all these this crowd. Uh, they can be intimidating. But mm-hmm. just a little bit of background. Bill is uh, again from the shores of Brockton. He's an expert in many areas. For example, Red Sox. Uh, second baseman, uh, Cape Cod night spots of the mid 1980s, mm. uh, ACT disgruntled power forwards, and Romanian brides. Uh, Bill, anything you want to add uh, before we get going on the uh, this no, episode of I, IP Frequently? I, I think that's a you know if I had to sum up a capsule of my existence, that would be it. That's your dream Jeopardy board, right? That's it, right there. I'd run that board. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Who's Bobby Dore and who's Al Wood, right there? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mr. So, Bill Morgan, servant to the poor, butler to the great, philosopher, and inebriate. Oh, I like that. It's good. Brad's worked on that. Obviously. That's really good. That's excellent, uh, actually. I, I stole it right out of uh, Les Mis. Who? Uh, it comes from a song from Les Mis. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure the title of the song, but I'm sure someone in our okay. studio audience will know. Yeah, that's, that's... And then we'll get that later in, in trivia, the trivia portion of the show, which hopefully we'll Correct. get to. Yeah. Uh, so, Brad, first and foremost, quarantine, uh, this global pandemic. Bill, what do you think? Well, from my own personal experience, I believe um, it's been difficult for everybody, David. It's been very difficult. The social distancing, the lack of communication on a daily basis with people has been uh, been very trying for everybody. That's it? It's like the movie Castaway. <laughs> Only without, without masks. Yes. Yes. Thanks I mean, have a mask. You know, thank, yeah. thank recently that, you know, we have been able to go out a little bit just recently with masks and go out to uh, outdoor dining and, and things like that to get us back to some semblance of uh, normalcy. Let me ask you this. Have you been able to smoke a stogie through a mask? Can you do that? No, I haven't. And that might be a, a good mask to kind of come up with. That's something Brad and I are working on in the big Dominion yeah. Harbor lab. Uh, Brad, is that right? Yeah, Ipedia is uh, chunking away on the various and sundry plans and proposals that we've uh, put in front of it at this point in an effort to see. I think I think that what we're going to wind up with is a mask sort of shaped like 
a stogie with a little chimney on the end of it. So you can sort of pull the whole thing over on your face and just keep going. But we'll be looking for you to test that. And I'm also interested in your technique for getting across the dry sand to the wet sand. I mean, you're a, you're a beach man, you're a shore man yourself. Well, to get back to the cigar mask for a second, that's a great idea, but don't neglect the pipe smokers because there are a lot out there. That's a good point. Um, you got to talk about crack pipes or you talking no, about no, no, corn I'm talking cob. about, you know, corn cob. Well, any type of pipe that one would smoke regular pipe tobacco through. Just pipe tobacco, like pipe Sherlock tobacco. Holmes. Exactly. Yeah. See, the problem with the pipe, Billy, is that a cigar is, you know, fairly uniform in shape, whereas oh. a pipe, I mean, they're just across the board. As David pointed out, you have crack, you have corn cob, you have Sherlock Holmes. So that yeah, mask, point. you know, you have to, you got to make it a little more flexible, but we'll get there, my friend. We'll get there. Okay. All right. Good to hear. Well, that's uh, that's it. So what about the, the wet and the dry sand? Where are you, where are you with that? I'm rocked in again, Brad. For those of you who are not from the New England areas, Brad, of course, is from the Berkshires, not in New England. Um, the Brockton has some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. And again, it's also the home of the uh, great uh, prize fighter, Irish Mickey Ward. Uh, and and Bill Morgan. So, Bill, what uh, what say well, you about the, okay. the beaches you're, of Brockton? You're, you you're close. Well, actually, you're not close. Um, Mickey Ward is from Lowell, Massachusetts. Ah, yeah, interesting. Uh, Do you really you need about- the adjective Irish if your first name is Mickey, unless you're a mouse? <laughs> and last right? name Ward. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of yeah. Um, but okay. Mickey Ward is from Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, as far as Brockton fighters. We would have Rocky Marciano, heavyweight champion of the world, still to this day the only undefeated heavyweight champion of the world, and also uh, marvelous Marvin Hagler, great middleweight. Both of whom were great inventors, correct, Brad? That's correct, especially if you are talking about the invention of the left hook. <laughs> Hagler, Hagler was a was a vicious fighter in the ring, and also, by the way, a great a great Italian film star. To this day, after he left, yeah, when he left yep. the uh, the shores of America after that controversial loss to Sugar Ray Leonard, he's nineteen hundred eighty-seven. He's actually been known as the Loretta Swit of Italy. I didn't know that. The Loretta Swit of Italy. <laughs> that's a compliment. That's a compliment to him. That's yeah, a compliment to anyone. It really is. It's it's not quite Sophia Loren, but it's Loretta Swit. Hot lips, Hagler. Yeah, that's true. Great fighter. Great fighter. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. So, Bill, what else? What else do you have for us in terms of Brockton history or anything else? From the Northeast, you can talk about in terms of uh, tying back to our, our, our theme, which is IP and, and inventing and IPD. And keep in mind, we've got about, Brad, what, 20 seconds before we go to traffic and weather on the 8s? On the 8s, that's right. So uh, make it I, I didn't know Bro- Yeah, I didn't know Brockton was going to be part of the conversation. I'm, I'm kind of thrown off. Well, it's, on the, it's on the cue cards here. It says Bill Morgan from Brockton, Massachusetts. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. But I do believe one of the most industrious families from Brockton was the Ames family, which made a fortune during the Civil War providing bayonets and shovels uh, to the soldiers during the Civil War. And uh, they hail from the great city of Brockton. And Brad, you fought in the Civil War, correct? I did. And I had a problem confusing my bayonet with which, my shovel. Which, which side, Which side? You don't want to do. Uh, I fought actually, Billy, on both sides. I would switch back and forth. Uh, I went odd and even days because I just felt like that was fair. Yeah, it's and, true. That's uh, a good point. And yeah, so, like uh, you know, but if you put your shovel on the end of your rifle, you do get better leverage, but it's not nearly as deadly. And you don't want to dig with the bayonet. That takes forever. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably hurt to kill somebody with a shovel. 
So that's where the that's where the term front runner came from. Brad was on the side of the south with the Battle of Manassas, but then the north for Bull Run. So again, smart man. Tomato, tomato. Was a bull run, I might add. It just happened that they were both on odd days, and so again, wow. I was lucky there. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, you, look, you look, you look good for a man of 180. <laughs> I appreciate that. For a man of 170, I look like a bag of crap, but 180. I am, well, they're about. Uh, so you have to fit yeah. There. yeah, let's go uh, 60. Yeah, right around there, right? Yeah, sure. Take. So Brad, it's it's probably a good time to mention that, uh, that 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 this podcast is brought to you and the folks at home by Ipedia, the, uh, the automation of innovation. Everyone here in the uh, studio audience will be getting a copy of the source code of Ipedia today. Correct. Correct in Spanish. Uh, it's just the way in we Spanish. happen to have it. Yeah, double byte, right? Double byte mm-hmm. in Spanish. Yeah, double byte, double byte Unicode in Spanish. Everybody walks away with their own copy, which I understand, David. You're willing to sign if they're willing to stay after the podcast. I, I'm willing to sign. Bill will sign it, and you, Irish Mickey Ward, may be here later. We don't know. Uh, he, he could be. He, he may be. He may. I mean, the way this is going, he could be, and we're excited to do that. And again, no NDA is needed, right, Brad? No, ND, we're not. We don't need an NDA for this. No, of course not. Not for our studio audience. And then also, I'd like to to thank our new sponsor, which is, I think. No coincidence that uh, they've come on now that Bill's on board on the podcast. Uh, Thompson's Clam Bar, which actually closed in 1991, uh, but Thompson's Clam Bar is sponsoring this episode. And actually, Bill nice. started there in the late 70s as a dishwasher, and he spent 10 years there, moved up the ladder, and uh, in, uh, in I think it was 1991 as they closed the doors, mm-hmm. he was he was washing dishes. Yeah. So um, it was a great spot back in the day. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Brad, if you only you could have seen it out there on the point in Howitch. Yeah, in Howitch, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful Gleaming spot. like a jewel in the sun, I'm sure. Yeah. After they closed, I went to Mildred's in Hyannis. Oh, okay. Right near the airport. Do you remember Mildred's Chowder House? Took all the recipes, yeah. So anyway, we don't want to get bogged down and competitive. I mean, Thompson's is the is the True. sponsor. True. But so, Brad, I think it's, it, it's time to uh, go to our award-winning segment, Time Machine. Mm, I love this segment. Time machine, and this is where we put one of the hosts in a time machine—not not not literally, but figuratively or literally sure. sometimes—and um, we send them back to an important turning point, a pivot point, if you will, in history. Uh, mm-hmm. And we give them a piece of innovation, and uh, and uh, and and see how they'll use it. We sort of we challenge them, Brad. We challenge them to yep, say, okay, like you, are, you are put uh, in a situation. I think, Brad. It, it was only a couple of weeks ago you were put back into the uh, global flu pandemic of 1918 Ooh. with a pair of uh, saucy uh, pantyhose that had been worn by one Broadway Joe Namath. And I was able to barter those for several pieces of survival equipment, which is why I'm still here. Anyway, so this week, Brad, what do you say we uh, send old uh, Bill Morgan back in time? Because he's here. Why? We absolutely we should. Back Good. Here. So, Brad, I was thinking about dates and, and, you know, I was I was playing uh, with the old time machine and just spinning the wheel. And I came up with the uh, because because, of course, Bill's salad days uh, ended uh, well before uh, Larry Bird retired sometime in the mid 80s. Would you probably late 70s? But let's say mid 80s. So I spun it and it came up with June 19th, 1986, June 19th. 1986. And mm-hmm. Brad, you know what that day was, obviously. I do. 
And there are several people here in the student audience who are raising their hands. Um, Brad, do you want to enlighten us uh, on what that day was? Uh, it was a beautiful spring day in 1986, uh, approximately about the same time that I graduated from high school. That's really all I can uh, I can remember. Well, I'll tell you what, Brad. First of all, about your high school, I'm glad you brought that up. You were um, on a uh, what I understand uh, was a state championship team in Northern Virginia. Is that correct? Uh, no, I don't remember that being correct. Okay. Well, I stand corrected that I, I was going to go into the whole remember the Titan Titans thing. Yeah. That's out the door. Um, you know, so it is Marvin Williams' birthday. Famous basketball player, June 19th. Marvin Williams, probably one of the top uh, 75 players ever to play in. Uh, in, in At night. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. correct. Yeah. In the dark, pitch black. Pitch black. Um, yeah. So, uh, so, so again, the, we're talking about June 19th, 1986. Let me ask Bill. White Bill, do you know what that date was? He's scared. Right now, his eyes are moving back and forth. R- rapid. Are above his, above his mask. Um, <laughs> June 19th, 86. Is, is, is it a sports-related date? Let, it let is. me help you out, Billy. It's, it happens well, to I'm be go the Chinese year of the tiger. That helps you. Oh, okay. Well, it does. Well, it does, Brad. That does help. It does help. Ooh. All right. If it's a sports-related thing, it's June. I'm going to say it has something to do with the Boston Red Sox. Incorrect. This could go on forever. So uh, that is the date um, the great Len Bias passed away. Oh, okay. Um, and so Bill is put in College Park, Maryland, in the time machine. So he's got this impressive piece of equipment that's roughly uh, the size of one of those big industrial buildings. Yeah. Okay. Um, super collider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah, collider. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, again, June 19th, 1986. And Brad and I have gone back and forth on this. We've talked to our producer, Patrick, who's, um, yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and the piece of technology we thought that could be most important um, and one that could help you and, and help maybe help the situation. And the question is what you would do with it is um, we're sending you back in time with your clothing. So you'd be wearing clothing. And a four-pack of Zima, which, by the way, as Brad and I both know, is the drink of the mid to late 1990s. Great Zima. drink. I, I miss Zima. Zima. So yeah. Bill is has arrived at College Park uh, in a time machine roughly the size of the Super Collider um, with a four-pack of Zima and his clothes. Brad, anything else I have to add to that? or are you? No, I think just to it? point out that Zima is the official alcoholic beverage of underage women. So... But he's well armed for what he has to do there. I did, with a four pack? That's not four well pack. armed. So yeah, four pack. That's all you got, buddy. Case, man. No, no. Four, it says yeah. the notes say four pack. Like when four you pack. travel in time, is there a restriction on booze you can take? Like four, you can well, take I mean, bottles? right now you have to socially distance. So as you go back through the time worm, uh, Brad knows more about this than I do because he learned about it in the Navy. Okay. You just you have to be careful to not get within. Can six, you set the date feet. though when you go back? Again, that's not, this is not what the whole segment's about. The segment is okay. You are you've arrived at College Park. Okay, with a four pack of Zima. In, four pack of Zima. Night. In clothes. Yeah. You're, you're you're wearing clothes. To answer the Terminator question, you're wearing clothes. All right, that's and good. you don't have any superpower, and you have the same intellect you have today. Oh, okay. And what? So what do you do at that point? Yeah, when you get there. Well, you find out where Lenny Bias is, 
and you talk to them. Now, are you drinking the Zimas first? Oh, no doubt. Okay. Well, there you go. So no, you don't no. use those as an entree into the suite. Listen. You get a good buzz off on the Zimas, then you go find If you're going to get with Lenny Bias, Zima ain't going to get you to the ground floor. You need something a lot stronger than Zima to get to Lenny at that point. I have uh, a question, though. If he, if he drinks the Zima, Brad, before the time machine shoots off into the future, mm. um, and then he arrives in the past, um, does he have four new Zimas? Can he, can he get eight Zimas out of this or no? You'd have to stop with your empty bottles in the 90s, take them to a place where you could get them refilled, and then continue back into the 80s. Now, that may be possible. It's not something I've tried. So, trying. Brad, you're saying if Bill had, like, a four-pack of Bartles and James wine coolers mm. oh, in yeah. today, yes. and he drank them down, when he got back to 86, he'd have four more, maybe eight, right? Maybe eight, the law yeah, of two. Maybe. Well, I mean, he also would be deathly ill because he drank a Bartles and James today. That could not have been manufactured in the last what twenty years, forty years, so, yeah. or or Woody, or Woody. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, if any man has a constitution to handle both expired Bartles and James and time travel, it would be one Guillermo Blanco. Thank you, Brad. That's a nice welcome, thing, anybody. <laughs> well, buddy, when it's true, you got to get it out there. I'm signing. I'm I'm tearing up. Actually, that's beautiful. <laughs> So, so now we come to the uh, other, and, and again, Brad, as you and I know, we've won on this podcast. How many Ron Stevie Awards? At least one. I've seen one, so I know we've won at least one. You have it at your house in the Berkshires, correct? Uh, I, I potentially, I'd have to look around. I mean, I'm not to be honest. I'm not sure what a Ron Stevie looks like, so it could be right next to me. Well, a minute ago, you said you've seen it. Well, I had seen it, but I, you know, I, I, it was more like a glimpse. Plus, I saw it when I was back in time. So, you know, who knows what it looks like now? So you said you're saying you took it with you to the flu pandemic of 1918 in violation of the rules because you already had Joe Namath's pantyhose. It fell into the machine as I was closing the hatch. There was nothing I could do about it. Mm. True. Again, there's nothing you can do about it. So the award winning segment um, from you know, last year and beyond and, and Brad and I know as we did our state fair tour throughout New England and the, and the Midwest and some of the Indian reservations um, is barter band. Oh, I love this. It's, 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 it's the most fun I've ever had. And the audience, as you can tell, is, is going crazy now. What, the, um, between the difference, you mean? Well, you, the question is, you, you, <coughs> and again, Bill, Bill obviously has paid attention to the show. Um, you, you have uh, something or someone, mm -hmm. and Brad and I debate whether or not that person or thing should be barred or banned. And we also are trying to get to the bottom of the distinction between the two. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, and it can be a little confusing. It can be confusing, but yeah. I would think upon looking it up that one either barred or banned, one is permanent, the other is not. Which one is permanent? I don't know. I, I, I don't know that. But one is, one is temporary, one is forever. If you're hmm. barred, or banned. So, which one is it? I don't know. Well, that's the age-old <laughs> question. So, again, uh, but that's a, I could be wrong about that. Maybe they're both permanent. Or maybe they're both temporary. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, in any event, um, we're now to the barter band segment, Brad. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people want to know what we're going to talk about uh, in this segment. 
Uh, Brad, do you uh, want to take the lead or should I? Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy to take the lead on this one, I think, buddy. And so I, but the question I would have for uh, the both of you, uh, but primarily Mr. Morgan, as he is our guest today, is uh, if you had the option, Billy, would you, with respect to dry sand, human beings being on dry sand with the potential that uh, the COVID virus could be in the local area, perhaps, uh-huh. you know, driving by on a motorcycle or, you know, floating by on a paper airplane. I mean, Lord knows you can, you can get this from almost anything. Uh, would you ban or bar human presence on dry sand? I mean, you're, you're a shore man, as we talked about. This, is, this should be in your wheelhouse. Well, I, I think to cover all bases, Brad, because I don't know the difference between barred or banned, mm-hmm. I would do both. Well, what does it mean? Yeah, how would you advise the populace of, of the outcome of that decision? Well, I would say don't go on the dry sand. <laughs> well, see, but that's different. I, I, and while I, I appreciate that that perhaps is more concise, maybe uh-huh. less concise, but more clear, uh, what you, you're obligated to tell the populace that it's either banned or barred or both. Now, is there any chance I could ply the populace with Zima? No, because you already drank the four. No, you drank it. He's dead. Len Bias is dead. First of all, you can't accomplish anything with four Zima. That's that's like oh, that's you a, can get a pretty good. You buzz. can't get anything with four. I've Zima. had. I, I, well, again. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm going back to uh, you're going back to your salad days. Yeah, the good old days. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I would I would say, how do you get to the wet sand, but for the dry sand? It's yeah, like but, okay, a McDonald's why, cherry why? pie. A McDonald's cherry pie. You cannot get to the cherry. Without the flaky, deep, deep fried crust. This is true. Okay, here's the thing, though. Why would somebody want to get to the wet sand? Well, I mean, that's that's where the water is. It's my understanding. Yes. The same thing. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Enjoy the beach. But let me let me let me just throw something else out to you, fellas, while we're on the phone, because I I I, uh, was thinking about this earlier today, and. It's an important segment. We may use this in, in, in this podcast or a future one, but uh, future self, right? And if you could go back and uh, and uh, give advice to you, to your future self, or your I'm sorry, your past self from today, right? Future Brad, today's Brad, today's White Bill, yep. today's today's uh, DP. <laughs> if you could go back 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Um, you know, back to the uh, the eighties, back to when you know Bill was getting drunk on Zima while Len Bias was overdosing. Um, I was not around. What? What? I was, I was, what, in, I was what, not in Maryland at that time. Of course. What? Um, what? What? What's the one piece of advice? The one thing, if you go back to City Slickers, you would tell yourself that you could, you know, maybe help adjust your past self to become a better future self. So, do, do we all? Can we go around the table here, like? Uh, Around the horn, so to speak. Sure. Tinkers to Evers to Chance to we could. Tinkers. We could. To, yeah. So why don't we start with Brad? Brad, what do you think? Well, that's a good question. So if I could go back 20 to 25 years, there there are a number of occasions I would have certainly told myself to duck. Uh, there's no <clears> doubt about that. Um, but I think, yeah, duck. Yeah, there's a couple of times I really should have ducked and I paid the price for not having done so. So, I mean, even that would be a good piece of advice. And, uh, but I, I think investing in, uh, 
Under Armour boxer briefs earlier than I did would have been a good call. Nice. They are nice. fantastic. And Brad, 26 years ago, you were in the Crimea, correct? Uh, 26 years ago. No, I know. I don't believe I was actually in the Crimea, but I was probably not in the United States. So, you know, I have a, a good friend who's uh, over 100 who uh, traveled the lower Silk Road in the Crimea with me in mid <laughs> And how did he enjoy that? How about last year? <laughs> in the mid like, It was like a, a week ago. Did he happen to anyway. see the uh, charge of the light brigade while he was there? Or was, he, was that after that? Does he have his own teeth is another question. But again, that's a different episode. That is I would say if I could episode. go back, if I could go back, and, and Brad and I have talked extensively <laughs> about this. If I could go back to my past self, I'd look at myself, I'd smack myself around, and I'd say two words, fabric softener. I, I started using Snuggle fabric softener um, during the quarantine. And I directly because of the whole COVID thing. And, uh, and it's it, fantastic, it, it's, isn't it? It's blue sparkle. It's great. And you have 200 loads. Brad great. and I have talked about it's this. Great. He's, he's going to talk to the boss over there. We're going to see if we can get it implemented up in the Berkshires at Brad's multi-million dollar. Where uh, are the Berkshires, compounds. by the way? Well, I mean, I would look you at your you phone. You I would, live there. I would look at your phone. I would click on where am I, and you're there. Um, I, I, don't even, I don't even, that's not an area I'm familiar with. Blue sparkle. Blue sparkle. Everything smells amazing. Brad, here, smell me. See? It's beautiful. Brad, is that mm. great? Or no, what? that is great. Yeah, and soft. So, I mean, I think yeah. you're, you're getting it's like, it's everything you hope for. The, Ber- the Berkshire is a Massachusetts closest thing to, like, what? The, the, the mountains of Virginia or North Carolina. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Oh, anyway. Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah, it's a Mass- Western Massachusetts. Wait, Brad, you live in Mass, too? You and Bill. Look at you. You know, you've, so you've solved the, the uh, problem about the dry sand, wet sand by being in Brockton, Billy, because you can just walk on the broken glass and you don't have to worry about it. Sand. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you're all set right. there. Right. So, uh, Bill, what would you uh, <laughs> tell your, uh, your, your prior self? Again, you'd be going back to your salad dance when you were disco dancing your Was way. Was this before the- Bias and the Zima or after? Does it have anything? It's a different segment. What, what's the one thing? I don't. I don't really. Honestly, I don't think I would change a thing. Okay, well, that's good. Makes no, I, I don't. Makes sense. I don't think I would. You wouldn't even say invest in Apple stock in the mid nineties now. Why would I? Yeah, good point. What I'm saying to you is, I don't think I would change a thing because I've been grateful and happy for everything in my life, and I wouldn't change a thing. Brad, that's that's refreshing in this land of IP and. It is. IP. I mean, Billy has. Uh, Apparently rigged a life that he enjoys, and I, and I don't blame him. I mean, I, I can think of one instance where he might want to stop fooling with a lighter. Might give himself a piece of advice on that. But, yeah. uh, you know, other than that, he's probably right. Thank you, Bill, for joining the episode. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. All right. We'll see you next time on IP Frequently. Nice day to me.